not just tell him, Lord, give me, give me, give me. You My know. name is Jimmy. <laughs> I want all you can give me. Is that? I think I heard that somewhere before, right? Uh -huh. Okay, go ahead. Yes. I we just wanted to interject. We Welcome to Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Dr. Jones is the head pastor of the Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, Florida. Relationships, finances, our spiritual life, whatever it is, our problems start within, in our minds. Dr. Jones explores mental wellness through the application of God's word in our lives. It's just what the doctor ordered. Let's join him now and dig into Mind Matters because your mind matters to God. Welcome to Mind Matters. I'm glad you're with me today. I hope you had a wonderful day. Today we want to be talking about your mind, body, and spirit. How important it is for it to be balanced. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 3, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge him or submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And you should not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and avoid or shun evil. I love what verse 8 talks about. It says, this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Mind, body, and spirit, it's so important. It relates to our physical and emotional health. There's a direct connection between stress, physical, and emotional illnesses. When people are ill, they're sick, there's a reason. It's not always the same reason, but there's definitely a correlation between the mind, the body, and the spirit. Someone said, a doctor said, two out of three of primary care visits have emotionally based system. Two out of three. Did you hear that? Two out of three are based on emotions. My heart fluttered uncontrollably. I felt lightheaded. I thought I would pass out. This was not the first time I've experienced these symptoms. I made an appointment with my doctor and was soon scheduled a sonogram and a treadmill test. Fortunately, all the tests went well and I showed no signs of physical abnormalities. It was then I stepped back and realized and analyzed that I was experiencing something emotionally. I was under great stress and a demanding workload that seemed nonstop. I was fearful and nervous over many issues and saw no end to the stress. It was then I determined to allow my physical symptoms to act as a gauge to warn me when I was not trusting God for my situation in life. The next time I experienced a heart fluttering, I relaxed and understood I wasn't going to die. And that was then when I understood nothing was physically wrong with me. So I used this as a sign. I was not casting all of my cares on the Lord because I know he cares for me. So at that point, I wasn't doing it. I stopped. I prayed. I confessed. I talked to God. And I said, God, I must have been living in fear and not in faith. And I give you all my fears and concerns. I trust you because you are my confidence. Now, this wasn't necessarily me personally, but this has happened to so many people. There's a doctor by the name of John Sarno 
have theorized that pain and other discomforts are sometimes the result of tension myoneural syndrome, TMS. It is the automatic nervous system reducing the oxygen flow to certain muscles, nerves, or ligaments that cause pain. It is only slight reduction of oxygen flow and is not a life-threatening or harmful thing. It can produce cramps, tingling, numbness, flutters, and pain, and yet produce a lasting effect. Actually, it won't last. It's a temporary thing. It is considered the source of much back, neck, shoulder, fibromyalgia, carpal tunnel syndrome, tennis elbow, and other bothersome maladies. Now, worrying is taking a responsibility God never intended for none of us to have. We should not worry. We experience emotional, spiritual, and physiological pressures when we fail to trust God. It has been proven that that happens. These pressures can express themselves in rage, depression, illnesses, psychosis, and psychosis is a severe mental condition in which thought and emotions are so affected that contact is lost with external reality. They just don't know what hit them. What is then? What do I mean by that? I want to talk about relief because there's a relief valve in the pressures of life, actually for the pressures of life. There used to be a commercial a long time ago that talks about relief, R-O-L-A-I-D-S, Rolades. That spells relief. Well, maybe if you got something else going on, Rolades, R O L. What then is the relief valve for the pressures of life? It's not Rolades. I believe it's Jesus. I believe it's a living, trusting, daily relationship with Jesus. It's a vertical relationship. Once you're born again, you have peace with God. You're going to have the peace of God. And all of a sudden, you got to stay connected vertically so he can show us how to live horizontally with the pressures of life. Because pressures will come. People are still under pure pressure, co-worker pressure, however pressure comes to you. But the relief valve is, I want to say it one more time, a living, trusting, daily relationship with Jesus. Because we got to walk this walk in faith. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So we have to put our faith in God. We have to live for him, and he will show us how to live in this world because we're not of this world, but we're in it, and we should not allow what's going on in this world to impact our life mentally or emotionally, especially spiritually. So the first thing I want to share with you today as it relates to your mind, body, spirit balance, you have to, number one, develop your spiritual life. The Bible tells us to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we have to develop that aspect of our life, which is the most important part of our life. I have another question. Can you sit on a two-legged stool comfortably? A three-legged stool is perfectly balanced, and you can comfortably 
sit on it because it's designed with the three legs. So once you sit on the three-legged stool, it's perfectly balanced. However, if you remove one leg, you can still sit on a two-legged stool, but you cannot ever relax. Have you ever thought about that? You can't relax. You must be constantly aware of your balance and making adjustment. It's a three-legged stool, not a two-legged stool. I remember in school when I used to see my classmates would fall in the chair in the classroom. Inevitably, somebody is leaning back in their chair and they hit the floor because they cannot ever rest. When they try to rest, they're out of balance. Life, it's all about balance. You have to balance your mind, your body, and your spiritual life. But I'm starting with the first thing. You have to develop your spiritual life. That's the best part of life. People who only live in the physical and emotional realms, guess what? They can never rest. If you live a life of physicality and you think it's all about the outward appearance, if you live a life based on emotions, when somebody mess with your emotions, your life is off, you can never rest because you're allowing people to impact you to a place where you can't rest. Our rest comes in God. Our rest comes in the Lord. Matter of fact, Psalms 37 tells us, rest in the Lord. Now, listen, there's always tension, nervousness, anxiety, and an awareness of losing your balance. Anxiety is here to stay. Depression is here to stay. Worry is here to stay. Fear is here to stay. But it doesn't have to stay in you. It doesn't have to stay in me. I hope you say amen to that. You don't have to be a man or a woman or a person that is full of tension and anxiety. You can live a life of balance because you have to develop your spiritual life. Ignoring your spiritual life and its relationship to God is ignoring the most powerful portion of your life. That is just important for you to know. I have to say that and I have to mean that because why? We are tripart being made of body, soul, and spirit. The Bible tells us that in Hebrews chapter 4. So today is all about, if you're tuning in, it's all about your mind, body, and spirit being in balance because God is a God of balance. I love another principle. It says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. (laughs) That means all of you, right? (laughs) All of you. May your whole spirit soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that's powerful for everybody to know and that's in the book of Thessalonians that's a book of um, going out that's a book of the last days when it's all going to be over I think they call it from a ecclesiastical term eschatology and that's important for you to know I thought I'd give it out But you got to have a spiritual life that is number one with God and not second. You got to have that. Now, trauma, say trauma. Trauma is important. People go through trauma. People experience adverse childhood experiences called neglect, abuse, violence, abandonment. A person can grow up in life oversensitive 
to the emotion and physical aspects of life. Even now, they are a believer. They love the Lord, but they're still struggling based on what happened to them because they did not have a filter as a four, five, six, seven, or 10-year-old. And they have experienced so many emotional swings and so many physical uh, sufferings till they still are sensitive to what happened to them. What happened to you shouldn't be what's happening to you now because that's what we call happen. I call it the past. But whatever happened to you, if you have adversity and you're still suffering from trauma, it can impact you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You make, it can cause you to be vulnerable to psychosomatic, which is called mind-body. It's mind-body illnesses, like the things I talked about earlier, lower back pain, arthritis, depression, asthma. I've known some people personally that got asthma based on trauma. They were traumatized at 10 years old, and they'd had asthma ever since. I talked to a couple of people about it, and they said, wow, I never had asthma until that traumatic experience happened in the house. I couldn't breathe. And now they're taking medication because of asthma. It can impact a person. Psychosomatic should not be used as a negative sense. When I'm saying psychosomatic, it only simply means psyche is the mind, soma is the body. Regarding psychosomatic illnesses, I want everybody to know today, because we're talking about mind, body, spirit, balance, they are common. It is a way of coping with stress, anger, and fear, and they cannot be cured through surgery or drugs. It's psychosomatic illnesses. Understand that. And as we continue to talk about it today, to help you to understand how to be balanced in your mind, your body, and your spirit. Dr. Jones is the pastor of Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, reaching a hurting world with the love of Jesus. We thank you for listening to Mind Matters, and we encourage you to show support for the many community outreach ministries that Dr. Jones and Faith Community Church tend to. You can give at Faith Community's website, faithccop.org, or just text money sign and the amount you want to give to 833 833- 435-8022. That's 833-435-8022. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now let's get back to the program. Now, psychosomatic illnesses are common. I talked about that earlier. We all have experienced some level of tension, headaches, or it could be a uh, upset stomach. Stomach or it could be intestinal problems are common associated with nervousness. Not all, but for the most part, there's a connection between the mind and the body. It could be certain forms of arthritis that could be associated with persistent anger. When somebody is so uh, persistent in being angry, it could be pain. It could be other things that are going on because there's so many things. I remember a middle school student when I was actually a substitute teacher in the classroom, uh, he was trying to tell me why he was late. And he said his dad showed up at the house. He hadn't been there in several days, and he was hiding, so he didn't get much sleep that night. So he got up late because he did not want to be verbally or physically abused by his dad. So he had to show up late. 
And I said, son, it's all right. I called him by his name. I'm saying son now, but I said, it's all right. And it helped him to calm down because he's not normally late. So all of these things can impact somebody based on what other people are doing. So the third thing I want to share with you today, I already talked about how it's important to develop your spiritual life in order to have mind, body, spirit balances. The next thing is this, a call to trust God. I think we need to trust God. So I'm going to give you a clarion call. Trust God. Trust God with every detail of your life. I have a special guest with me today. Uh, my one and only. The Bible said he that hath a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. So she's going to introduce herself and she's going to share a couple of things with you. This is Cindy Jones. I am the first lady of Faith Community Church. And uh, we want to notice uh, the strong connection between trusting God and physical health. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, Yes, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for, your, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that is in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Uh, Jesus is saying to cast your cares all upon him. You know, come to him. So we put our trust in him when we come to God, give our life to Christ. We are new creatures in Christ. And we want to share everything with him. Stay connected to him. Uh as it said, casting all our care upon him, for he cares for us. And that's in First Peter 5, 7. Mm -hmm. yes. And when we do that, in living this life of Christianity, we're daily. It's a walk of faith. Yes. And where it tells us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and yes. lean not on our own understanding. Right. In all our ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our paths. Mm-hmm. Be not wise in our own eyes. Get out of our heads. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to your navel and marrow to thy bones. That's Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. We should always remember that we have God as our source. Yes. And in everyday life, in every situation, right. we should be putting our trust in the Lord. Communication is key in any and all relationships. Right. The more we talk to God and talk with God, not just tell him, Lord, give me, give me, give me. My know. name is Jimmy. <laughs> I want all you can give me. Is that? I think I heard that somewhere before, right? Uh -huh. Okay, go ahead. Yes. I we just wanted to interject. We that. don't want a, a monologue of, <laughs> right, of give me, right. give me, give me. Right. It's you a know. dialogue. I think prayer is a dialogue. Prayer Talking is a dialogue. God. Is that right? We not only talk to him, but we need to listen and yes. see what he is saying to us. Yes, 100%. And trust in him and, uh -huh. and, and with all our heart. Trust his word. And trust that he's going to take care of us. Trust that uh, no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Right. Trust that he knows uh, uh, he's going to provide each and every day. If we stay in constant contact with him, 
He will direct our path. Yes, because he's going to keep us in perfect peace because we trust in him. Isaiah tells us that. Mm -hmm. And as we have this particular call to trust God, we have to allow God and ask God, Lord, teach me to trust. Teach Mm -hmm. me to trust. I call it T-M-T-T. And Psalms 86, it says, Teach me your way, O Lord, that Mm -hmm. I may rely on your faithfulness. Mm -hmm. Give me an undivided heart. Yes. Teach me to trust. T-M-T-T. We got to do that. And I love this other scripture. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in the straight path because of my oppressors. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we are being oppressed, suppressed, depressed. We got to trust God with every detail of our life. That is That's true. so important. Yes. Amen. Yes. In every detail. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people like to put God in a box and 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 they think they're going to visit him when they come to church. Right. <laughs> we're going to the Lord's house. Oh, okay. And we're going to visit God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so and and they'll come to the house of the Lord. Right. But they then when they leave, they think they done left him there and, and things kind of get out of place. Right. Or out of whack right. in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, when they walk out the door, when they, walk they go out back the to door. the natural. They go mm. back to themselves. They, they start trusting God. They trust the flesh. They trust in how they look at life versus what God has said about how we should be living life. Mm-hmm. What he has already provided. Yes. Interacting with your fellow sisters and brothers yes. in Christ. Right. And right. We God is watching at all times. Mm-hmm. And so... No, he's, he's not still in there sitting on the pew. <laughs> right. You know, I believe we will overcome emotionally-based pain and discomfort as we yield our life to God mm-hmm. and abide in Christ every day, moment by moment by mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. we got to confess our sin. Mm-hmm. If we've sinned, the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to confess our sin. I believe that's in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. And what happens, our heart will be aligned with God. We'll be in a right relationship with God. And many of our physical maladies will be ceased 100% because we are trusting God. Mm -hmm. So what we talked about today, just for a few moments, I talked about the mind, body, spirit, how it's important to be balanced. And the first thing we mentioned that was important for us to know is that we got to develop our spiritual life. The second thing, if you're just tuning in, I'm giving you a call to trust God. Trust God with every detail of your life. The third thing we want to talk about how to recognize and deal with the mind, the body, and the spirit imbalances. How we are imbalanced instead of being balanced. So as we go forward, we got to recognize we're going to experience pain. We're going to have discomfort sometimes. We may have weaknesses or numbness, but we got to stay in balance. One scripture says a false balance is not healthy. I believe it's in the book of Proverbs, a Mm -hmm. false balance. So if there's a false balance, there must be a true balance. Mm -hmm. We got to understand the connection between the three. God is aware of what's going on in our life. He's not in the dark. He's in the light. He knows where we are. One scripture says, God knows every thought before you think it. Wow. Do you know that, Lady of Honor? Yes. Me, what about that? God knows every thought before we think it. 
every troubled thought, wayward thought, depressing thought, fearful thought, thought of anxiety? Mm-hmm. Yes, and if, if we, um, you know, it says he knows our thoughts are far off. Right. And that can come in handy and helpful at times because sometimes, uh, you know, we're, we're not in a place where we want to physically speak or physically pray or yes. we may not be able to physically pray right. or speak some words. Right. But if we just pray with our thoughts in our mind, right. that helps too. Yes. Because a lot of times like the, the, the enemy will attack you in your sleep. My goodness. And you got to know how to fight while that you is, sleep. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. Pain is real, though. We mm-hmm. can develop patterns of pain. Mm-hmm. You know, we can have an injury uh, which established a circuit of pain between the injured part and as well as our brain. But after a few weeks, the injury has healed, and yet the pattern of pain continues. Mm. We have established a habit or pattern of pain, almost like the computer. They call it uh, habitualized burn. Actually, it's called a screen burn. A computer back in the day, if it stays on the screen or the same picture too long, it develops a screen burn. It's just like our nervous system. We can habitualize pain. But pain is real, but we are not imagining it. But guess what? It can become a habit. And we must retrain ourselves and ignore the pain. Eventually, the pattern is broken and we will no longer experience pain. Sometimes when I go work out, I have a friend, I'm going to say his name, his name is Tim, and we work out. He used to limp as he was working out, and we would be on the court doing some different things, and I said, why are you limping? He said, well, it, I'm in pain. He just recently had surgery, and the doctor fixed the pain, or he fixed the problem in his leg. And guess what? The next time I saw him a few months later, he was still limping. I said, why are you still limping? I don't know. I'm, I'm not, are you in pain? No, nope, but I'm still limping. Mm. He has developed the circuit pattern and habit of pain. Mm. He has habitualized the pain. Now, I just saw him recently. He's not limping any longer because mm. he said it was in my mind. Yep. It was in my mind and it manifested in my body. And we can do that and get out of balance, mind, right. body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. The spirit of, should be in control. The mm. Holy Spirit should be leading and guiding us. So treating emotionally-based pain with medications can reinforce our expectations of pain. Mm -hmm. When we think we need more and more medication, which can produce physical and emotional side effects and perceived dependence, people are stuck on drugs. (laughs) They're stuck on it. I think that's why some doctors give you what they call a placebo. A placebo. Yeah, yes. because it's just in your mind. Right. And then when you think you're taking medication for something and and then it uh you don't know that that's not real medication. No. Nope. <laughs> you you correct your thinking. Yes, you do. And it's so true. It's been proven. Matter of fact, they did that to me. They did a study. Now, I'm kind of smart. You're smart. All God's people smart. <laughs> but they did give me a placebo. Mhm. And they test me after eight weeks of studying uh, a test study on me and then I said no that ain't the real thing a lot of times people don't know their body mm. if you really know your body and you'll know whether you're getting something substantive or you're getting something fake called the placebo but 
the, the last point, what we're talking about, is talking about how to recognize and deal with the mind-body-spirit imbalances. So at this point, we got to know we can develop our spiritual life. We can trust God. I want you to know that. If you're listening, you can trust God, and you can recognize and how to deal with mind-body imbalances. You got to say this, what I'm getting ready to say. I will not be fearful or intimidated by pain. I will shift my attention from pain to trusting God with every detail of my life. Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and you have to speak it sometimes. I yield control of my mind, body, and spirit to God day by day. Actually, moment by moment. That's better. And I bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Why is that? Because I can. Because I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So I'm glad you came today. Thank you, Lady of Honor, for being with me. You're welcome. Thank you. And we look forward to you being with us next week. Part two, Mind, Body, Spirit, Balances. You don't want to miss it. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Praise 107.9 for more insightful discussion about how God's Word can get our minds right. You can also hear Dr. Jones preach in person Sundays at 11 a.m. at Faith Community Church of God at 1268 Gano Avenue in Orange Park, Florida, 32073.